Hey everyone, welcome to our first ever podcast recording. My name is Bennett Jensen. I'll be the host of the podcast, The Human Side of Learning and Talent Technologies, where each week we'll discuss tips, share stories, and discuss trends we are seeing in the world of learning, talent, technology, and talk about how those trends are continuing to evolve, how organizations engage, manage, and develop their people. With me, as always, will be with me, Chris Bond, CEO of Blue Water, and Tiffany Faulkner, VP of Global Service Delivery at Blue Water. How are you all doing today? We're good. Great. <laughs> this is fun. I'm glad we're finally doing this. We've me been too. trying to get after this for a while, and it's nice to actually get started and be here with the two of y'all and figure out how we're going to do this podcast and uh, share some great stories with everybody who's listening. That's right. And I know both of you have some amazing stories from over the years. Uh, let's do some brief introductions of each of you. And today, just want to set up the fact that we will be talking really about employee engagement across the board uh, with a focus on people. How are organizations using their people to um, drive data and, and leverage the, the, the things that they need to do to, to increase employee engagement across their organization? But first, like we said, let's do some introductions. Chris, why don't you kick us off? Oh, I'm going ladies first. Okay. Oh. Tiffany. <laughs> All right, so hi, Tiffany Faulkner. Uh, I've been at Blue Water for six years um, and came here as an implementation consultant and, and have become a greater part of the company, I suppose. Worked with companies all, all shapes and sizes um, from teeny tiny uh, small businesses that are learning what their learning talent processes should be all the way to some of the giants that are our global organizations that are trying to transform how they are engaging with their employees. Before that, I, uh, I had a career in the Coast Guard and then even came from a, a construction background. Cool. Great. Thanks, Tiffany. So, seeing that we just got done with Veterans Day, thanks for your service. Thank you. And we always appreciate that, and we're glad you're here. Appreciate that. Thanks. Definitely. Tell us a little about, bit about yourself, Chris. All right. Chris Bond, I have been doing this learning and talent thing now since the uh, late 80s, which is fun because my, uh, my, my two compatriots here, I know were pretty young back in the <laughs> early 80s. But, yeah, we were but joking I've, earlier that so there's some people at this company that have been doing this since before we were born, and that confirms it. Right? <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. But I've uh, been doing this for a long time. Uh, really have a love for learning and talent. Started Blue Water 17 years ago. Uh, with the focus of trying to help people with learning and talent technologies and figure out how to maximize their value of their people through the use of that technology, um, all those fun type of things. But I've just got to meet some incredible people over the years and uh, have discovered some great stories. And it's just amazing to watch people helping people be better and develop and grow. So that's my focus. And I'm looking forward to sharing a whole lot of stories during the podcast, which is, I think, the reason the three of us wanted to do this in the first place sure. was to get out and share stories and help other people be encouraged by the fact that it's it's not that hard. You can really get it done, um, and you can make an impact on people. Great. Yeah, I think the, one of the things that obviously we're seeing this year is an emphasis on people. Everyone's lives have changed a little bit or a lot. And, um, you know, understanding how people react to that. Everyone's individual, everyone's unique. Uh, but at the same time, I think we can learn a lot about, you know, how, how trends are going, how organizations are doing different things to help uh, support their people. And I know today we really wanted to talk about employee engagement, how 
especially being virtual or at home with kids running around um, or you know, all kinds of distractions that people are not used to, how do you stay engaged? How do you keep involved in the, the content that's inside of your learning and talent technology, uh, but also just in general, how, how are employees staying engaged with their workforce, with their people, with their bosses and supervisors, and still getting the same work or hopefully a little bit better work done uh, at home, at the office, wherever they may be. So um, I don't just introduce that. And Chris, you know, I know we wanted to really focus on some. So, so wait a th- second. Things have been abnormal and different this year. Did I miss something? Huh. <laughs> what rock have you been living under? <laughs> it has been a crazy year, and uh, and I think it's actually heightened the need for engagement of employees because there are so many organizations that have moved to this virtual environment that have never been there before. But we also look at that, and it's just the disconnection of people with people. Um, you know, it's one thing to go get your job done. Uh, and do that job virtually, but just being disconnected from the connection with people. I mean, we're, the three of us are blessed to be in the room here together today to be able to, to record this podcast, and I know there's others that are able to do that as well, but um, I think that level of engagement uh, for an employee as an individual or a person is more important. It, it is the human side, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got to find a way to connect with people to help them through what's been an incredibly crazy, crazy 2020. And I want to add to that too, you know, when we look at the, the situation that our employees or any organization's employees are in, it's, we're kind of in this place now where work and life are crossing over into each other and it's not as easy to car- car- compartmentalize. Is that the word? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> compartmentalize those segments of your life. And so that I think, you know, as employers or organizations, we have to be um, conscious of that so that we're looking at that from a different perspective when we're dealing with our people because they're in situations that they're having to learn to navigate for the first time. And it's where those two things are now crossing over into each other. They're not separate things. Yeah, absolutely. And and not just for the people, but how about those that are managing people virtually that have never done that before? Um, I don't think that we ever as an industry develop skill sets of, hey, you're going to be a manager and you're going to manage 100% of your team virtually. Sure. You know, in my experience, um, management was already, training up good managers was already a challenge for lots of companies. Mm -hmm. And so now, not only do you need to train up good managers, because it's really important to your your employee base, but now you have to do it in a complete unknown. Like, what does it look like to train them up while they're doing something that nobody's ever done before. Wow, I hadn't thought, I mean, think about that, training managers virtually. Mm-hmm. So it's not just managers managing virtually, but training managers virtually. And then how do you really understand or evaluate whether they're, they're understanding or getting that or how they're going to translate that into managing other people? So I know that I've got a client, one of our clients that we've talked to on a regular basis, and and they were talking about that a little bit, but they're talking about leadership development programs and how their leadership development program was all built around being together sure. and being together in a room and, mm-hmm. and having interactions and having people practicing leading other individuals 
And now they've tried to put that virtually. And the, their first run at that, it was an absolute disaster. Uh, in fact, their boards were unmitigated disaster because they didn't know how to get people to engage virtually. Sure. It just became this blank Zoom meeting of, hey, we're all talking over Zoom and everything's great. Okay, uh, time for a bathroom break. Everybody run out. Now let's come back. And it just such a sterile and environment. But that really connected with me thinking about, oh, wait we got to train managers virtually, to manage virtually, to engage people. Wait, we're, we're kind of missing the human piece here. Seems like it's becoming just a rote piece of operational fabric of a company that that's going to be a miss. Sure. So I wanted to add on the, on the Zoom meetings, it's, it's really easy for somebody to hide or even somebody who has lots of opinions, I'll self as an example, <laughs> to sit through an entire meeting and not have much to say. Because if you're in an organization that has several people who have things to say or, or we have some more extroverted people that tend to you know, have, take the floor, it's really easy for me to sit back and just listen to them. And it's so it, it just makes me question how much of that are we losing? You guys know when, mm. when I'm in a room with you, I have a tendency to say, mm -hmm. now, hold on. I don't I have some thoughts on that, but I'm not as good about doing that on Zoom. So how much of that are our organizations losing just because people's faces are seen? It doesn't mean that you're really giving them the opportunity that they may have once had. In a, in a meeting environment or in a uh, virtual, or I'm sorry, in a in-person classroom environment that they, they may have taken advantage of. Yeah, I don't know. For me, sometimes on Zoom meetings, I like reading people's faces. And there are some people that, that you can just read a lot more of what's going on in a Zoom meeting than you can if you're on a telephone call, that's, that's for sure. But, but I think that's a really interesting point that in this virtual world, there's a lot more opportunity to hide or not be as transparent mm -hmm. or known as an individual inside an organization. That's a, that's a gap and a problem that we've got to solve because it's going to lead to a negative employee engagement as opposed to a positive. And if we're not engaged, I think we kind of get down to what the real business problem here is that we're always trying to solve is unengaged employees um, are not just going to be non-productive. Sure. They're going to be highly likely to leave your organization. If they're going to leave your organization, now you're investing a lot of time and money and resources. What's the impact of somebody actually walking out the door? Not only from a business standpoint, but let's just take from an interpersonal relationship standpoint. Sure. You just want to minimize that as much as you can right now in this COVID environment, just because we want to make sure that that each of you that are out there, you're encouraging and trying to take care of employees. So I think engagement's critical, not just for the future of a business, but let's just talk about the future and the health of that individual, that person that we're trying to take care of. Sure. So we've talked a lot about the areas where employee engagement's critical right now. Um, I, I kind of want to talk about when we point it all out, it seems to be a little overwhelming. Even me, you know, I manage a good portion of our team. Even me, I'm sitting here going, oh gosh, am I connecting with them the right way? Oh my gosh, am I, am I paying attention to this? Um, so I think one of the key things that we need to talk about is the base of um, any good employee engagement starts with relationships. And we've often talked around here, like the most important thing that we do in our business is relationships, not just with our employees, but with our clients and with our vendors. And I, mm -hmm. I think that that's the key here is it's how are we building those relationships? We've done some interesting things um, here at Blue Water that were super 
they felt super small, but the feedback we've gotten from our employees were that they were very, very, very big um, impacts to them and kind of changed the way that even our, our virtual or our remote people that before the pandemic are now engaging with our in-office people. So I just wanted to highlight, and maybe we can talk a little bit, is how do we cultivate that relationship with our employees? Hmm. So, so what is that? What are some of the main things? I mean, it'd be interesting for both of y'all that there are kind of key definitions around what makes a great relationship at the office, even if you're virtual, virtual or or not. But there's got to be it's got to be a great relationship kind of key set of metrics that we look at and say, wow, I can tell that's a great relationship. Sure. So for me, any relationship, personal or work or anything um, starts with trust, right? So how are you building trust with your employees? How are you building trust with your managers? How are your managers working that with their teams? Um, so trust is the first part for me. Um, I have more. Do you have thoughts oh, before oh, I just no, start go, listing go. it all off? No, you're on a roll. Let's go. Yeah. Sure. Um, communication is the other piece. Um, and it, it kind of plays into how you build trust as well, right? Um, you know, that's something that maybe – a lot of organizations think that they do really well and then something happens and you realize wow there's really gaps or mm -hmm. while we may understand it or see it in the office our virtual people are they getting it are they seeing it are they getting the same message so communication is a key there I mean it's the same thing at home it's the same thing with your spouse or your partner or your kids it's you know if you're not communicating clearly then there's not you don't have the level of trust that you need so same thing with your employees so let me ask on that communication side, because I've, I've heard from a number of organizations that employees are worn out with communication right now. Oh my gosh, I got to be on my fifth or sixth Zoom call of the day with the company. I'm on Zoom calls all the time. I'm worn out with communication. I just want to do my job. So is that a real thing? It might be, but let's just say communication is not more words. That's not what communication <laughs> means, right? There's some of us that if you can say it in two words instead of 17, we really appreciate that, right? You're going to hold our attention longer. Yep. Um, it, I think it's the, um, the, the value of the information that's being provided and how is it being received by the other person. Um, just giving them a, okay, here's all the initiatives, here's the 15 things that we did this week doesn't matter unless it means something to them. And so where are we communicating and providing information that impacts that person? And that goes back to that relationship and it goes back to knowing your employees. That's employee engagement. So don't just communicate for the sake of saying, yep, we did it, we sent that email out, yep, we did that blast, yep, we hit everybody up this way. Make sure that there's a, a purpose to each and every communication that you have with your employees. So it's not a checklist. No. It's not a checklist. It's no. got to be intentional, and I've got to want to develop that relationship sure. with that individual. I, I think people people notice a difference if you if you actually attempt to have a relationship and a conversation, right? Sure. I think that's much different than um, here's here's the routine. Here's what's going on. You report to me. Therefore, we have to have this conversation. Yeah. No, wait a second. Well, I want to be engaged in who you are and and what that looks like and um, in terms of not the communication, the impact, the engagement. I mean, sure. what we're talking about right now is a one-to-one, person-to-person relationship. Sure. Um, 
So, so how does that extend though, if we're able to do that in a one-to-one, how does that begin to extend beyond that to impact the organization or the company? Because I would imagine some of our listeners here are probably thinking about, okay, well, that's great. I got to go teach managers how to be people and how to have one-on-one relationships. But, but how as an organization do we actually coordinate and begin to make that work? So what does that are, look like? are we trying to teach managers how to manage or are we trying to develop leaders in our organization? And I think that's what it's got to go back to. Um, if it's a checklist, if it's, hey, did you, did you have that one-on-one today? Where are the three things, pieces of information mm-hmm. I told you to get out of that one-on-one? Hey, did you uh, send this email to your team? Did you do this? That's, that's teaching people how to manage. The question is, how are we teaching people how to lead? And part of leadership goes back to relationships, right? Um, and for us here internally at Blue Water, it's about service and having that servant leadership part as we're working with our, our teams. And so I don't, maybe I don't know how to articulate that, but we can't, there's no magic checklist. There's no magic, if you have good managers, these are the things that they do. Um, it's more of a, this is how they, they talk to people. This is how they inspire others to take action. This is how they bring others along for a common goal. That's, that, those are the kind of pieces that we need to be developing and, and, and driving forward there. See, I think you hit on one of my, my pet peeves around um, the learning industry is we develop, we put together these leadership development programs <laughs> and then you have to get qualified, and then you're in this special cohort, and it's maybe like 10% of the lead, potential leaders in the organization. And so we separate managers from leaders, but I love what you're saying, which is it, if you're a manager, you are a leader, therefore you need to have some development around that area. Um, so it, it's kind of an interesting theme we're beginning to work around to that in order to truly engage employees, that one of the areas that we've got to really focus on is actually engaging managers mm-hmm. and teaching managers how to be leaders, how to be empathetic towards sure. other people, how, how they can become part of the bigger solution that's around personal interaction and employee engagement, not just getting work done uh, on the on the work floor or the job or whatever it is. I think that's that's really, really interesting. Which brings me to a story. So we had we had this one group that we were talking with for a while and tech company and they when they were doing their training, they completely and I think Bennett, you and I were working on this, so you'll remember this one. Um, they were doing zero online learning. Big high tech company. Everything was classroom learning. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why were they doing no online learning and everything was in a classroom? Well, probably one reason is that that's just how they've always done it, and they're resistant to change in that category until yep. they kind of were forced to change. But. Yep. Yeah. Their their main reason in that was we had to teach all these tech heads how to engage and interact with other people. Mm-hmm. So we had to go get them in a classroom and force them to talk to each other and get off their computers. And how many times do we look at that? How many times do we go into a restaurant and we'll see a family that's there and there's like five or six people in the family and they're all on their devices? Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you look at that and you go, wow, are we now just missing this point of engagement with each other um, because we're too wrapped up in our devices? 
course, I'm saying that and I'm looking around the room and all three of us have our devices in front of each other. I know it's a reminder for what we're doing, but the devices become so connected um, that we've got to remember the human side of what we're doing and not just depend on technology, even though what we do is focused on technology. But when we're not in the room together, there are ways that we can leverage our devices to connect people. Yep. Yes, Zoom is probably the first place that everybody goes to right now. But, I mean, even around learning and talent, there are ways that we can connect people, not just in a virtual, let me have a camera in front of my face um, kind of way to do that, but, you know, the technology that's coming out on a regular basis, and, I, I mean, it's hard to keep up with it. It's There's always something new. You can guarantee that another three months from now there's going to be new software out in the market that helps answer these questions. But, I mean, I just... Maybe it's because we are in that late 80s or that early 80s range. (laughs) Some of us grew up with devices in our hands, right? And so it's not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't necessarily divide us if we take the opportunity to leverage those devices to bring us together. Yeah. So so let's see if we can summarize up this segment (laughs) real quick. So what I'm hearing, uh, I think, in our discussion is that when we look at employee engagement, there is a technology aspect to how we're going to engage people, but mm-hmm. fundamentally it comes down to human and personal relationships. Sure. That's the key. And so we have to be in a position to go train people in our organization, engage them, enable them so that they can have those one-on-one relationships sure. to really begin that engagement process. Sure. Um, I think without that, then it doesn't matter what technology you have you're not gonna have a winning solution. And that's why we're focused on the human side of learning and talent technology is it's gotta start with people. Completely agree with that summary. (laughs) Cool. Thanks so much for both your input on people and how people are driving the change um, and and employee engagement and how we're really trying to focus on uh, making sure people are, are engaged even in a virtual world. Um, At Blue Water, we really strive to partner with our clients to care for and develop their people for the future of their business and the transformation of the world. And I think this is a good first step um, for us to focus on people, employee engagement, and and how that's driving our clients and all organizations forward in in this virtual changing and uh, evolving world. So thank you both. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Tiffany. Sure. And we'll, we'll catch you next time on the human side of learning and talent technologies.